So the big question is this, how do people like you and me, who didn't get an MBA from Harvard Business School, who came from a modest background, how do we present our intelligence, our skills and our experience in a way that makes the top consulting firms hire us, yet still stay true to ourselves on the way? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. So after all that talk, (laughs) what you should do, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and my story, and why did I end up uh, teaching you here, and why is there there all this mindset stuff? Uh, It's not because I'm the king of the mindset, and my own mindset is is that of of a genius it's quite the opposite of course if I go back I have um, I've been lucky and and some things have worked out pretty well sort of I was a bit of a nerd and um, sort of driven by the thought of I'm not good enough um, led me to excel in school and, and then also university and then through some coincidence, uh, I got hired at McKinsey. It wasn't my grand plan. Um, and even stayed there for quite a long while. And afterwards, I, I, really, I really didn't find anything um, that I wanted to do. So I said, I'll be an entrepreneur. That's what you do if you, if you don't know what to do in life. Um, you, you become an entrepreneur <laughs> and because it sounds cool uh, and it was it was literally oh my god I was, I was doing so many things I was doing so many things in parallel and doing all the mistakes of, of an entrepreneur and I started to wind myself up completely I was I was just exhausted from doing several initiatives at the same time, constantly working um, on stuff that is not currently making money, but might be some grand future scheme, but then again, stumbling over something I have forgotten in the beginning, always always chasing the next small money-making way without ever anything being born out of a bigger strategy. And it's funny, you would, you would think that, oh my God, this guy has been at this management strategy consultancy for 10 years. He should be amazing. And I had to learn I suck at this. And, and it's even the funny part is, even when, when I work as a consultant, which I still do, I am very capable of helping other people figure out their strategy. But I'm not capable of doing it for myself. For myself... I don't know. I, I was just again jumping on the wrong ideas, and it just it just eroded all my self confidence. Um, especially like people with a more linear career than moving on and becoming partners and senior partners and making their one and a half million and their two million and their their bonuses and their additional awards and um, buying houses and me going fuck nowhere. Um, and, and all the while, I, th- I always thought that there is, um, I gotta work harder. 
or there is a, a problem I gotta solve about myself, or I gotta um, um, you know become better and, and learn this and learn that. Um, but it led me nowhere. It never gave me the success I wanted. This this whole thinking about I, I want to earn a million a year, it, it, it didn't get me anywhere. So the big change came when I talked to a friend. Uh, she's the most successful out of all my classmates uh, from the master's program. And I said, look, you are so successful. I'm not. What is the difference? And then she said something that changed my life. She said, do you know what a limiting belief is? And I was like, back in the days, I was like, no, that's a limiting belief. Like, yeah, it's... You know, everything you do and, you, and everything you can achieve in life is based on your concepts about life. And if you have a, a certain belief about a certain concept about yourself, then this is the limit of what you can achieve. And I've always had poor self-confidence. I always thought uh, I can't do anything nicely. I, I nothing I produce creates value. It's this old childhood things of how you grow up. And I was the smallest of three brothers. I was always a, a fairly scared child. I was not good at sports and I was not good at drawing and I wasn't good at, at doing craft stuff. And it, it's sort of, and I was always hurting myself. <laughs> I was just, you know, uh, and then, but that's not the problem. The problem is the belief that I formed about myself. And one of the beliefs was always that, yeah, the the things I create um, have no value. Of course, I mean, if you're a seven-year-old, the stuff you build and create has no value to a fourteen-year-old brother. He's like, oh, "Fuck you, get out of the way." <laughs> He's not interested, and then so. But the funny part is if you have this belief, then you, you start to build solutions around it. My solution was like, okay, I'll do everything perfect. I'll do this mega amazing product as an entrepreneur. And, but the mega amazing product was always too complicated or, or impossible to build. Or it was just, that's not, that's not a strategy. Um, um, so I learned about, about limiting beliefs and I learned about my own, like, I also learned about happiness. I was very unhappy times in my life, very depressed, um, being plagued by suicidal thoughts, um, thinking that, oh my God, it, it wouldn't it be all easier if, if I was gone, it, it, like all these demands on myself this like oh my god i have to do this and i have to do that i have to become better at this and this is wrong about me and that is wrong about me and i'll never be able to solve this and this is like this is just this huge mountain of things that i have to overcome before i'm good enough uh, and then and then literally the mind starts to say well <laughs> uh, it's not gonna happen and, and it's painful and and i started to learn that the, there's a different problem. The problem was not that I am not good at something. I'm not good at drawing or I'm not good at, um, you name it, 
um, whatever, my products will not be good enough. Nobody will buy my stuff. Um, it's also the reason why didn't I open? Why didn't I open a a consulting firm? Or why didn't I just go make it partner in a smaller firm? It was literally that belief that mm, I don't know if I'm fully responsible for this. No one will want my advice. I functioned really well inside the McKinsey system, um, and but then my own beliefs limited me that I would just go out and help other people and become a partner in some consulting firm. So, and I found that the problem is not that I'm not good enough for something. The problem is that I have the thought um, that I'm not good enough, that, I, that, that, is, that is my thinking. My, I started to understand that, oh my God, that the whole problem was not a lack of knowledge. The whole problem was not a lack of um, consulting skills the, or industry knowledge. It was just simply the concepts I had about myself. And I became more happy. And I'm still, you know, there's days when, uh, when my old thoughts come back and they really have a grip on me and then I become unhappy and annoyed about myself. But I'm getting better at this, at that game. I've got my exercises. I know how to pull myself out of this. And then when I step out of it, it's so crazy to think back into that moment when I'm when I'm caught inside of it. It's it's like when I'm in it, it's like this prison of thoughts. I'm not good enough. I'm not making money. I'm not having a career. I'm not this. I'm not that. I gotta solve this. And I first have to do this. And this has to be better. And that has to be better. And then when I step out of it, I'm like, what fucking prison was that? What on earth? was that everything's fine i'm i'm okay i'm just a normal dude i'm actually a fairly successful dude i've had a lot of luck in my life it's i can enjoy every day i don't have to be better there's nothing i need to fix about myself just being me is totally fine with all my flaws and all my faults and all my successes and and failures and uh uh it's all good. I, I can just I I don't I don't need to think all the time. I can just be. <laughs> but when I'm in it, it looks like oh my god. It feels like I have to hold on to the thoughts. I feel like no letting go of them would be wrong. How can I stop thinking I want to have a career? Yeah, I can stop thinking <laughs> because the thought makes me unhappy. I'm currently not having that kind of career. The thought, I want to have it, or I must have it, it's just making me unhappy if it's not changing anything about the situation. Action changes, but thoughts don't change anything. Um, so I started, um, I know, I, I was like, okay, cool, I love this topic. This is this has grown dear to my heart. When I thought back to my childhood days, I was always interested in becoming a psychologist, and psychology is something that's always interested me. And I had all these experiences myself, and I wanted to share it and I started my this podcast and then I got all this great feedback and people said this makes a difference and I started a course um, and now I have all these people 
having a total breakthrough and totally changing their performance in the case interview without learning any additional business knowledge. It's really funny. The whole idea of the course is you don't need to learn any additional business knowledge. You gotta change your mindset. Uh, you gotta learn to relax. You gotta have a different view on what's expected. Um, there's you gotta follow the scripts and follow the process and develop this process that works every single time. Um, and that's why I'm here teaching this. And I'm the I'm the antithesis to all the rest of the people giving advice on this because. Most of them make it look like you need a PhD in, in case solving. Um, the worst of them being the most popular books, Case in Point and, and, um, and, and Case Interview Secrets. Because they make it seem like this is this extremely tough to solve riddle. But this, every one of my students comes back and says, yes, I understood it. No, it's common sense and simple math. It's nothing special is requested. It's really the test of are you a normal guy? who can still think under pressure, but think, not know, think. Well, it's, it's the simple answers that you gotta give, not the complicated ones, because you don't know the complicated answers anyway. That's why I'm here. Um, I've become a much more happy person. And I'm still dropping back at days and even still Sometimes a thought comes in that says, oh my God, wouldn't it all be easier if you, if you weren't here? So I still have that. Um, but I've learned to handle it. Like you can learn so many, to handle so many things. And now I teach this. Um, it's really my, the highlight, my highlight of the week. Every week we have office hours and then the group's coming in. Um, I'm teaching them um, celebrating successes with working on how do you how do you how do you act when you're when you're in the case interview? Um, how how are you amazing? How how do you give an amazing answer, an amazing story? How how you how but most of all, it's how do you dare to be yourself? How do you dare to be relaxed um, in the case interview? And then. Um, you learn that, you go in, and you get your dream job. So it's changed me as a person doing this. I've learned so much. I've applied it myself, on myself. Um, so I'm the, I'm the number one crash test up here for my own <laughs> theories on how the mind works. Um, yes, that's my backstory, you guys. Be amazing, be great. Um, you can get your dream job, even if you feel like, no, this is not gonna work, this is never gonna work. It's a very teachable, learnable thing. Um, the problem, the core problem, the core problem is the thought, no, this is not gonna work for me. No, this is gonna be so hard. No, they want somebody else. No, they want all this. So you, you gotta, I get you rid of these thoughts, just as I, I had to learn as an entrepreneur that I have to get rid of these thoughts. It's the it's the thoughts that are the problem. If there is, for example, if I have the thought, um, I wanna make a million bucks a year. Um, and then I figure out 10 years later, I'm not making a million bucks or not even 
<laughs> I'm not making money at all. Um, and then this thought becomes suspicious because these thoughts, they are tricky. I mean, they, they seem rational. They seem like, yes, doesn't everybody know that it's a super tough interview? I mean, what's wrong about thinking that? Or me? Doesn't everyone want to earn a lot of money? But literally, a, any thought that comes up again and again and is putting pressure on you, that is not has not clearly been a basis of your success in the last 10 years, is suspicious. And you should try the polar opposite. Every thought is just a mental concept. And there's a polar opposite. And if this one's not working, try a different thought. No, I don't want to make that money. Or there's interesting opposites. I want to create a million of value for somebody else. Try that one. Why haven't I succeeded in creating a million dollar value for somebody else? Or you say, no, I don't want that anymore. Try, try the opposite. And your mind will start to act differently. You will be able to do different things. We're not free. We're not free from the program, the way our mind is programmed. We need to change the programming and then we can act differently. So I have for myself uh, said, okay, I don't want to make that money anymore. First of all, it's incredibly relaxing. It's incredibly liberating. It hasn't brought me any success. That concept just didn't do anything particular for me. It just made me upset about myself. It just made me chase short-term-ish money-making schemes, quick fixes, instead of going for something bigger. Um... So you can you can try a different thought. And it's the same for the case interview. Right? If you have the thought that this is the toughest interview in the market, you should you should be very wary and say, like, really? Is is that the only possible truth? Is that just maybe that's just one concept. And maybe it's not helpful at all. And I tell you what, all my people who are successful, they all come back and they say, Oh Moritz. The real difference was that I started to understand that, no, it's not difficult. It's difficult being relaxed at myself, but the interview is super easy. It's, it's not difficult. There's no hard questions there. And then all of a sudden, ah, they open up, they perform, they, they're great. They, they, they can do different things. Okay, bit of a long podcast today. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know a little bit what you think about this. I'm available on Facebook um, or leave me a review here um, or hit me up by email moritz at moritzgruber.net. I want to hear your opinions on this. Um, and of course, join me in my group, my course. Um, it's a bunch of amazing people getting their dream jobs. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join my free Facebook group, Get a Job at McKinsey BCG Bain to get a community of like-minded people. And if you want to go deeper, I host two free webinars, one on uh, how to be invited to the interviews and one on how to actually be a superstar in the interview. 
you can find both of them at moritzgruber.net. That's M-O-R-I-T-Z-G-R-U-B-E-R.net. moritzgruber.net. It's in the show notes anyway. See you tomorrow.